0: Hey there, fellow warriors. You know, it's interesting as I record this, I don't even have a title for it yet because I feel a couple of different things converging and I'm not even sure about what it, the title is going to be, but I know for sure I want to talk about two things. And one is how fragile life is. And that's not a surprise to anyone, but for some reason we do tend to forget that. We don't place a high enough value on our time because we kind of forget how fragile life is. And then the other point is that collateral beauty is real. We all know about collateral damage, right? The collateral damage of trauma or loss or grief. We all, we all know that. But there's also collateral beauty. So I started thinking about these two things because a couple of nights ago, I'm recording this on... Wednesday, January 4th. And on January 2nd, on Monday night, we were at a restaurant and they had big screen TVs because there was a bar. It's an open restaurant, huge screens with Monday Night Football on. Now, the chances of me watching Monday Night Football are low. I mean, really low. (laughs) If you knew, I'm not that interested in football even though I do watch it uh, when the 49ers are playing because my son and my husband are both 49ers. And so I am the biggest bandwagon fan you've ever met. Admittedly so. If you don't like bandwagon fans, sorry, that's what I am. (laughs) I get into it and watch it with them and then, you know, let me know next year what's going on. So anyway... We were, wa- we were not really watching the game, although you can imagine some of the guys were glancing up here and there watching it because these screens were huge, first of all, but second of all, because they are interested in football. And of course, the game I'm talking about is the Cincinnati Bengals hosting the Buffalo Bills and the player, DeMar Hamlin, who had a heart attack at 24 years old on the field. And I'm pretty sure you've heard about this. You'd almost have to be out of the country or doing something very serious to not have heard about this. And I would say the majority of people who now know that name and probably will never forget it didn't know it before that incident on Monday night. And of course, everybody continues to pray for this young man, 24 years old. It was so weird to see when he was just a regular play, a tackle. And he got up and then he just fell backwards, just fell back. Um, It was really, really eerie to see. And as a matter of fact, the guys, of course, jumped on their phones right away because there's no sound on the televisions that were up at at this restaurant and were telling us what was going on. And everybody was going, this can't even be happening. And then the Waiter came over and and let us know what was going on, and then he went and turned up the TVs, and it was kind of weird. Everybody in the restaurant went silent for a few minutes, and we just kind of listened to this broadcast. In a strange way, maybe even in a smaller way, it reminded me of September 11th. Certainly anyone who's old enough to remember that day will never forget, for certainly if you're an American, never forget exactly where you were when you first realized what was going on. Perhaps you can remember what you did the entire day, maybe the, the next day, sitting stunned in silence like I was, crying and grieving. And, and in, a, in a way, it felt like that this Monday night and, and even reading the news since. I walked into Rich's office yesterday, and he was, had tears streaming down his face. And he's not a guy who cries a lot. And I looked, and he was watching a video about this, and it really impacted him. And so it reminds me on September 11th how we were all connected Now, in that instance, we were connected with a common enemy, but we also felt connected in our horror, in our disbelief, in our sadness, even in our anger. Monday night, we weren't angry, but we were confused and sad and in disbelief. Certainly, people have heart attacks every single day. And we don't stop and think about all these people that we didn't know and don't know that have heart attacks. But I guess because it was on a big stage like this, it was Monday night football. And that kind of thing doesn't happen every day. Somebody who is that fit, a 24 year old man who is at the top of his fitness. It sounds like from what I've read that he was also at the top of his game mentally and emotionally that's just unreal. It's something that doesn't happen. And so of course we kind of get connected in our, wow, how did this even happen? And now we're, we're connected in our prayers for this young man, for his family, for the hospital staff, for the doctors, everybody's pulling, we're all pulling together. And that is one of the things that happens in this thing that I call collateral beauty. We don't know what is going to happen to this young man, DeMar Hamlin. We don't know what his future will be. Hopefully he will make it. Maybe he'll play football again. Maybe he won't. Nobody really knows. At this point, people probably don't care a whole lot whether he plays football. They're thinking about him now as a human being, as a valuable person, rather than simply because he plays plays professional football. And... So one of the things that I thought was unreal, again, and super cool, he has this little toy drive for $2,500, right? Okay, when I'm recording this, it is less than 48 hours since that incident, and it has raised over $6.6 million. No matter what happens in this young man's life, that, my friend, is collateral beauty. It's something good coming out of something that's not good right now at all no matter what his future is this incident is not good but everything can be used for good and that right there is proof it's such a reminder that nobody knows what's around the next corner can you even imagine when he suited up before that game or even back up a day or two when he you know, got on the airplane and and went to the game and and the team was all gathered and they got pumped up for the game in Cincinnati, ready to take on this team, certain they were going to win, you know, all the mental and emotional things and physical conditioning they do to get ready for a game. Never in a million years did he ever imagine this. Sure, football players get hurt all the time. Rich loves football, but he's always called it barbaric. I mean, it really is. When you watch these players, I say every time I watch, I can't believe that everybody isn't getting up with broken ribs and broken legs and, you know, neck injuries every single game. It's incredible. But it also goes to the fact that they're highly conditioned. No matter the magnitude, we're all very aware that football injuries are somewhat likely, but not a heart attack, not a 24-year-old kid. It's that fragility of life. Like we all need a reminder. We shouldn't, right? But but we do. We shouldn't need a reminder because we've all suffered loss. We've all connected with people we don't even know, like this young man and his family, and, and our hearts are connected with them in their grief and their concern. My daughter was murdered. I don't think I need a reminder of how fragile life is. My daughter was taken from me at the age of 30. You've lost people unexpectedly. Even if it's expected, it's painful. And it's a reminder of how fragile life is. But then we go about our lives again and we get in the middle of all of our stuff and we forget. And I don't even know why I'm telling you this and why I feel like it's so important. Because it doesn't slow time down. Knowing this doesn't necessarily change what the end of each of our lives will be. But maybe if we can just remember how fragile life is, we can value each day more. And we can make sure that we don't run out of time not having done something important, not having made the difference that we really want to make. Tick-tock, tick-tock, time is flying This tragedy reminds us that there is still hope and that good things can come from anything. Isn't it incredible how people link arms when a tragedy strikes? People open their wallets. They open their hearts. They open their, their uh, abilities. They help each other. They stand courageously. People run toward danger. This is what first responders do every single day. Police officers, military, they run toward danger every single day. But courage rises up when we have something that we can link arms with collectively. So, but you can do that now. You don't have to have a 9-11 or what happened on Monday Night Football for you to link arms, for you to feel connected to other people because of struggle the thing you have to be careful of is that you don't get connected with people who are going to pull you down who are sitting in the pity party and it's okay to grieve for a period of time it's okay to feel sad sometimes it's okay to have that momentary self-pity but but you've got to be careful that you don't connect arms with people that are not getting back up they're not standing back up they're not moving forward they're not trying to build more courage. They're not trying to find meaning. And when I say find meaning, you're not always going to understand what happens. You might not be able to find that particular meaning. I struggled with that with my daughter's addiction and I struggled with it with her murder. I struggled with it when a so-called friend stole a significant amount of money from us. I mean, really devastated us. There are things I don't understand. I don't understand how my biological father could just walk away from me for nothing I ever did so many years ago and and not even bother to send a card when his only granddaughter was murdered. I don't get it. A lot of things I don't understand. That's why I have that some things don't make sense file. I don't get a lot of things. But, But I do know that we can connect with other people who are warriors, and that's the difference, right? What you don't want to do is just sit around in a pity party because you're just going to get further and further into your depression and sadness and, and feelings of unfairness, and that doesn't get anyone anywhere. Remember collateral beauty. You can find something good that can come out of your situation, and it helps if you can be collective. That's why I have Warriors and Hope. Now, my Warriors and Hope... There, we have a website and it is our member site. So you can go in there. You can get activated as a member without paying anything. It's just a place that we deliver content. And some of the content is paid and there's coaching in there, but there are also some free uh, coaching pieces in there too that you can can get. I also just started a Facebook page called Warriors and Hope. We're really building this brand because I want people to feel a part of something Because I know, I know how it feels to be out there on your own. To to not believe there in the collateral beauty because you're just so sad and so alone and feel as if you're the only one going through it. You don't know how. You need some, a way, right? You need some steps, some tools, you need something. But you also need kind of that community, that connection. And that's why I found it so interesting how connected I suddenly felt to a football player that I've never heard of and probably would never have heard of because I'm just not that into football. I feel connected to his family, you know, to the people of Buffalo, New York and, and you know, in Cincinnati and Ohio, and and all of a sudden the NFL and other people that watch football and with his family, I feel very connected with these people who I will never meet in this lifetime, but I feel connected to them. I feel connected to everybody who's praying. We're all praying together. We're collectively praying. You can almost feel it when you're all by yourself praying. I love that the football players put their arms around each other and started praying somewhat to their knees. A reporter on TV, on camera stopped and said a prayer. These are the kind of things that connect us. Yeah, we can be connected in grief. We can be connected because of a trauma. We can be connected because of something horrific. We can be connected because of an accident, an injury, an illness, fear. We can be connected because of those things. But what keeps us connected in a positive way is when we find the collateral beauty of it. When we gain strength from each other. When we link arms with other people who are fighting, that's why I call it warriors and hope. Somebody actually asked me today, I posted that, uh, something about this podcast and saying that I was going to be having some chats with other warriors. And she said, what do you mean by warriors? And I thought, wow, that's an interesting question. Good for her for asking. What I mean is people who are fighting, people who keep getting back up, people who face trauma and and danger and uncertainty and fear and shame and guilt, trauma, pain, loss, and keep getting back up, determined to make themselves better so they can help make the world better. People like you. I'm not looking for famous people. I mean, hey, if, if somebody famous comes along and they end up on my podcast, that's fantastic. But, that, but that's not my, my focus. That's not my concern. I want you to believe that you matter, that you make a difference, and that you can take your whatever that you've been through. And you can find the collateral beauty in it. Not just that you can, that you must. Because otherwise, what what is there? What do we do with it? Once these things happen to us, and by the way, they happen to everyone. Rich and I were driving home from somewhere just the other night and we started talking about that. Oh, so-and-so, you know, that has this beautiful life. Oh, yeah, remember this thing that happened? And I remember Rich telling me when I first met him that he had an idyllic life in this small little town in the Bay Area of California. And, you know, they played baseball and, you know, all these friends in the neighborhood and family things, and it was just like this little Mayberry until he told me that his brother dropped dead. When he was 14 or 15 years old, just never made it back from school. Everybody has a story and everybody goes through stuff. The question is, what do we do with it afterwards? So I want to challenge you as this year begins, as the rest of your life begins, you know, the first day of the rest of your life, I want to challenge you to not forget How fragile life is, and then do, and then don't just sit there and go, Oh no, life is fragile. I'm scared. I'm worried. Oh no. Oh, when is it going to happen? What's going to happen to me? Life is so fragile. I don't mean it in that way. Value it. Value whatever time you have left enough to say, Okay, I'm going to find the collateral beauty in my situation because it's real, my friend. It hit me so hard. After my daughter's murder, trying to I'm count I'm counting on my fingers here. I was counting from August to December. I needed fingers. How sad. <laughs> four months. It was four months, almost to the day when I had that epiphany. When I said to my son Sean, That's it, Sean. It's collateral beauty. That's what I've been experiencing. Even though I'm so grief-stricken, I'm seeing already these little These little pieces of beauty coming from a very tragic situation. One that I could never have imagined. And I believe you can do that too. You must do that. So link arms with me. You know, follow the Facebook page, but go to warriorsandhope.com and jump in there and find some resources that we're offering. If you want to do some coaching with me, that'd be great too. But do something. Don't stay stuck where you are because I don't believe that we do stay stuck. I believe we stay stuck moving backwards or we, or we move forward. We very rarely just sit in one place. So if you're not moving forward. You're probably moving backwards because we're always in motion. And you're, you're just too valuable. There's something. I can't wait to hear from you. I would so love to hear from you when you have that moment like I did. When you say, I feel it. I know what it is. I get it. I get it. The collateral beauty. And I'm going to use whatever's left of my fragile life. and I'm going to take that collateral beauty and make something good out of it. Because everything can be used for good. Link arms with me, warrior. Whatever you're going through, wherever you are, no matter how you feel today, you're not alone. You're valuable. You are worth it. And I am standing right there with you. Thanks for listening. I will see you next time. And in the meantime, if you want to jump into Warriors and Hope and get access to free resources and check out all of our other coaching and resources, go to warriorsandhope.com. Whatever you're going through, know that you are not alone. I'm standing right there with you and alongside you as you stand up and learn how to fight, how to become a warrior in hope.